The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. This sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 119, verses 49 through 64, beginning on page 493. O think upon thy servant as concerning thy word, wherein thou hast caused me to put my trust. The same is my comfort in my trouble, for thy word hath quickened me. The proud have had me in exceedingly in derision, yet have I not shrink, shrinked from thy law. For I remembered thine everlasting judgments, O Lord, and received comfort. I am horribly afraid for the ungodly that forsake thy law. Thy statutes have long been my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. I have thought upon thy name, O Lord, in the night season, and have kept thy law. This I had, because I kept thy commandments. Thou art my portion, O Lord, I have promised to keep thy law. I made my humble petition in thy presence, with my whole heart. O be merciful unto me, according to thy word. I called mine own ways to remembrance, and turned my feet into thy testimonies. I made haste, and prolonged not the time, to keep thy commandments. The snares of the ungodly have compassed me about, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight I will rise to give thee thanks unto thee, because of thy righteous judgments. I am a companion of all them that fear thee, and keep thy commandments. The earth, O Lord, is full of thy mercy. O teach me thy statutes. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the seventh chapter of the book of Judges. Then Jerubbabel, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him, rose early and encamped beside the well of Herod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, Mine own hand has saved me. Now therefore, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And thousand of the people returned, and ten thousand remained. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of, of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whomever I say to you, This one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps from the water with his tongue, as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink. And the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was three hundred men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, By the three hundred men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. So the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands, and he sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, and retained those three hundred men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. And it happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterward your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Pura, his servant, to the outpost of the armed men who were in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites, all the people of the east, were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number as the sand by the seashore in multitude. And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have just had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it, so it fell and overturned, and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. For into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. And so it was, when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation, that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Then he divided the three hundred men into three companies, and he put a trumpet into every man's hand, with empty pitchers and torches inside the pitchers. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. 
watch, and when I come to the edge of the camp, you do just as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me, then you will blow the trumpets on every side of the whole camp and say, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men who were with him came to the outpost of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, just as they had posted the watch. And they blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. Then the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And every man stood in his place all around the camp. And the whole army ran and cried, cried out and fled. When the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. And the army fled to Beth Acacia toward Zerah, and as far as the border of Abel Meholah by Tabath. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Asher, and all Manasseh, and pursued the Midianites. Then Gideon sent messengers throughout all the mountains of Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites, and seize from them the watering places as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. Then all the men of Ephraim gathered together and seized the watering places as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. And they captured two princes of the Midianites, Oreb and Zeeb. They killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb, and Zeeb they killed at the winepress of Zeeb. They pursued Midian and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeeb to Gideon on the other side of the Jordan. Here ends the first lesson. Benedictus S on page 11. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 16th verse of the 8th chapter of St. Luke. No one, when he has lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets it on a lampstand, and those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Therefore take heed how you hear, for whoever has, to him more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. Then his mother and brothers came to him, and could not approach him because of the crowd. And it was told him by some who said, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside, desiring to see you. But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. Now it happened on a certain day, that he got into a boat with his disciples. 
And he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and water, and they obey him. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. <clears throat> our um, lesson from, from Judges uh, harkens back to something that's written in Deuteronomy about going to battle when God says there are there are um, you know, too many soldiers, I need to whittle it down lest you all think you did it by yourself. And in Deuteronomy chapter 20, when God gives Israel instructions for battle, he actually um, gives the, the commander's instructions to, to reduce the army. So if, and in the exact words, if anyone is fearful and afraid, let him go, let him go home. Deuteronomy also, also adds that if someone just bought a vineyard and hasn't yet eaten the fruit, let him go home, and if anyone just got married, let him go home. And the idea is reducing the army to the to the really vigilant and, and committed, so they're only whole the only the wholehearted are are, are fighting. Uh, in our lesson here, uh, so he whittles it down so he so that Israel can't say you know that they got the battle by their own might. And some people think when they when he he sort of divides them by how they drink water, it seems to be the people who put their whole head in the stream and drink are the ones who are uh, uh, you know kind of told to go home, and the ones who are sort of maybe bringing the water to their mouth with the hand, a little more vigilant, watchful. Some people get that out of the story, but it, it pertains to a little bit to a, a approach that we take the spiritual life we call the remnant theology, where God um, focuses that, that the small group of really committed people who really put their faith in God and really want to live and follow him, there's great power in that remnant. And that the actual, when we start in, in you know, life of the church catering to, you know, a lot of compromise and things that make it easier for everyone, it's all weakened. And I think the battle scene in Judges kind of relates to that. And, uh, so God, that the, the, when people are doing what God says to do, and he leads them into battle, and they are obedient to that, God leads them to victory. Faith and the power of God conquers big things. That's the, the basic point of Judges here. When we get over to the New Testament lesson, um, what Jesus is saying in today's lesson actually comes immediately on the heels of the sower and the seed. Uh, the conclusion of which uh, is those on the good ground are those who, having heard the word and, and keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Who so says nothing, you don't light a lamp and hide it, but that's the point is if you have faith, 
persevering faith where you continue on in, in seeking God and doing as well. You can't hide the light that will that will shine, the fruit that will grow. And when he says to him who has more will be given, the more is that, that what you have is faith and more more faith is given to those who continue on in faith, faith, faith grows. And this is what, what conquers the great battle. And it's interesting in the um, story, this sort of preference for the spiritual family, the body of Christ over the natural one. Um, he's, Jesus is told your mother, your brothers are out here looking for you. And he says, here are my mother and brothers as we hear the word of God and do it. Of course, we know from the Bible that Mary is preeminent among those, ha having said earlier in Luke's gospel, behold the handmaid of the Lord, be enemy according to thy word. But the merely natural bond doesn't have a claim on Jesus. It is faith. Those who really want to hear his word and follow him, that is the family of God. And it's, it's a good reminder for us that the Bible is very clear that this spiritual bond in the body of Christ trumps the natural bond of blood. This is this is the more important bond in the spirit. And so, you know, in, in a way, it, this, the gospel ends with the story of, of Jesus calming the waves on the sea. But the point is that um, when we persevere, when we hear the word and keep it, and we and, and I think the difference between the battle of Gideon and our lives is that we'll just, our battles often take more time. We'll experience the power of God in his sovereign ordering of the events of our lives over time as we seek his word and do it. But we'll, as we continue in the word and, and do what God asks us to do, his power is manifested and we're able to conquer the enemies around us. We're able to overcome the temptations and see answers to the, to the presenting problems we have. And so it, it, in, in a certain way, um, we get hearken back to the conclusion of the of the parable of the sower and the seed. Those in the good ground are those who, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. We might even say, and also conquer their battles with patience. A few thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind. We humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks 
for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Monday and great start to your week. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Deacon John, thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, kiddo. Thank you all. Have a good Monday.